This principle of success is called the Mastermind Principle. The, 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 the Mastermind Your Life Podcast. Podcast. If you're wanting to realize your ideas, goals, and dreams, and on the journey of masterminding your life, it's time for the podcast made just for you. This is the Mastermind Your Life Podcast. With Tolu Owoyemi. So, you know, we were talking about, you know, being a, a CPA, and you were talking about, you know, like, you didn't see that in the community and you felt like that was a need so could you go into that a little bit more but like how did being a cpa uh affect your business mindset and your strategic ability in life like how did that help influence you yeah so what i was saying was um the reason i wanted to be an accountant or cpa in the first place because i saw that my family they lack financial literacy and then you know going into my coursework i understood that accounting was really the language of business and I saw a lot of CEOs for these major companies. They started off with an accounting background. Um, so I knew that learning the language of business and learning all these numbers, these financial strategies, being under be able, being able to understand these high-level financial concepts, I was going to be able to add so much value, not only to my immediate family, but to everyone around me in my community, man. And I felt like that was really my gift. That was really my purpose. And that has just transpired in business tremendously because now i'm able to really look at things without an emotional view and really focused on the numbers i'm really able to just leverage those financial metrics to make sound make sound business decisions and then couple that with the fact that you know i started off as an auditor now when i'm presented with any type of information i'm always trusting it but i'm verifying everything so now i'm, I'm much more detail oriented and it just really helped me tremendously, man. So I think accounting is definitely a great way to kind of develop that business mindset. I wouldn't say it's um, the one-for-one -one way to just grow as a business owner because it's a lot of other skills that you need, but accounting certainly can help. Um, but you got to have, you still got to have a hustle behind it. You still got to have a lot of different personal development skills and personal leadership skills and things of that nature to really, really be able to grow. Because a lot of accountants are very shy, they're very reserved. They like to sit behind a computer, but you got to have so many more skills to be able to go from accountant to a uh, successful business owner. But I think it's very possible given the skills that you learn as a CPA. Yeah, no, I, I think that's, you know, I think when you ask a lot of people what a CPA is, they don't even know what that is. They were like, CPA, yeah, you know, living taxes. They're like, is that the Canadian, you know, Pittsburgh Arena League, or, you know, like, think it's a sport or something like that they might not even know but uh the it's always like the money's in the details you know because i feel like yeah. a lot of people are out here running plays but the plays is not really getting them any money or it's actually mm -hmm. like negative but because they they running it and they hustling and you know they they think that oh, okay I, i'm actually progressing I, I i'm getting somewhere but meanwhile when you actually crunch the numbers it's like nah, you you yeah. actually slowly going back, but because it's so slow to you, it seems like you actually doing something. Um, yeah, I think a lot of times people associate being busy with making money, which is a weird thing. Because at the end of the day, a lot of people they don't have bookkeeping systems set up, so they're not reviewing their numbers on a monthly basis. A lot of people can't tell you how much they made net last month. 
Like people really, they really don't know that. They don't understand that. So that's where kind of that CPA background kind of helps me as well. Cause I'm, I really love doing that. You know, I'm meeting with my business partner saying like, Hey, you know, this is how much we made last month. These were our expenses. These were the expenses that were highest. How can we cut these down? Mm. So now we're not just going through the motions with our business month over month. We're being strategic by analyzing the numbers to make sound business decisions. And that's kind of where that CPA background just helps me out tremendously. So I'm able to find, you know, leaks in my business so that we don't drown. And it's crazy because um, my business, tomorrow we're meeting, we're doing every uh, <laughs> second or third, it depends, but every month we meet and we have like an hour call with our CPA, Josh Notes. And he has like a PL sheet. He has a forecast sheet. And he, he they're looking at the numbers. Uh, what I did Friday, I had to categorize every single expense in the business in QuickBooks. So he has yeah. all these little categories set up. So I'm there, you know, plugging in, crunching all the numbers and everything and, and trying to be as detailed as possible with that. Mm -hmm. The business partners, I helped build out his mentorship and he has ads running and his courses. So I'm trying to, you know, categorize all of that and his upsells and all kinds of stuff that he's got going on. So when Josh gets on the meeting, he can have all the information because he likes to dive into the information before he has the meeting with us and has everything yeah. in an Excel sheet. So you're right. He, he will literally be like, yo, we got to cut expenses here. How can you guys make more money here? Is there other packages? How much are you guys spending on the ads for the, like he's taking everything. And it's, mm -hmm. it's so interesting being in those meetings because somebody's literally telling you about the pulse of your business, like how it's operating. Mm -hmm. Um, but man, this whole arena, man, with the car rental business, you know, and I feel like it speaks to men so much. You know, we love cars, fast cars, you know, you know, like every drag, Hellcat, you know, all kinds of cats and, you know, the Rolls Royce. And you see even the females, they, they you know, and you, you've seen a much faster, quicker adoption with them because a lot of times they're the ones that have their finances set up and, you know, they're, they're more diligent and organized. But why, why do you think two-row and hire car and, you know, the, the rental game is really exploding the way it is? Man, right now, it's a number of things. You know, first and foremost, what happened during the pandemic is that a lot of the huge car rental companies, they sold off a lot of their fleet. Um, because their numbers went crazy low during the pandemic. Nobody wanted to rent cars, et cetera, et cetera. At least for them, it was kind of different on our side. So when that happened, now when we're starting to see this travel boom, they can't keep up with the demand because they don't have the they don't have the inventory to do so. So now people are turning to the Turos. They turn into the higher cars to get these vehicles. You couple that with the fact that there's a chip shortage in the cars in the car industry so now when you want to go buy a brand new 2021 vehicle you have a wait you know some people are waiting three four five six months to get their brand new vehicle after they already paid the money jesus christ um, so now they like they're looking for that new car they still want to drive it so they might go rent it out until they drive it and so it's just a lot of different factors at play 
And now, um, because of the lack of inventory in these car rental companies and the increased demand, now they have to raise their prices like crazy. So now, e even their pricing, they're pricing out regular people in the market. So that's another reason why people are turning to the Turos, to the higher cars and things of that nature. So all those real factors at play, coupled with the fact that, you know, just uh, how society is going, we're big on car sharing. You know, that's why Uber is huge. We're big on sharing people houses and things like that and really having our lifestyle really, really simple. So that's why people are doing Airbnbs. We really don't. A lot of people in our generation, you know, millennials, things of that nature, they don't really like huge conglomerates and companies and things of that nature. So they go to these smaller individuals where you can get a better experience, where you can actually feel, see, touch the owner, things of that nature. They're more inclined to move towards that. So that's kind of why the rental car business has just exploded. Like the demand is really through the roof. And oftentimes, you know, if I buy a car today, and I take the photos and do everything I need to do, it'll be rented out within a couple hours. Wow. Um, so, like, the demand demand is crazy, man. I had times where I put a car on the platform two hours later, it's been booked. Some of my students, five minutes later, Sheesh. it's been booked. Like, the, <laughs> the industry is crazy. But the thing is, the man was like this before. So, for me, you know, being in this business three years now, Nothing has really changed. Nothing has changed too much. It is a bit heightened. You know, you can get higher prices here and there. A lot of these platforms, their systems have gotten better. But as far as the demand, you know, I really haven't seen a huge spike. Things may get rented out quicker, but in terms of, you know, the overall utilization of the vehicle, it's really consistent with how it's been, you know, the last couple of years. Your car is being rented, you know, between 20 and 25 days a month. But for my students, you know, I teach them, you need to be able to make whatever your overhead is, you need to be able to make that in 10 days. So we price our vehicles accordingly because we want to be able to make, you know, 10 to 15 days of just profit every month. So if you make it in that first 10 days, now you have 20, 21 days to be able to make all that profit on the back end. So... Yeah, the, the demand is just crazy right now. And if you really know how to do it, you can really, really run up a bag and scale to six figures very, very quickly. Yep. Like You really just got to know how to finance the vehicles appropriately. You really got to know how to manage your fleet. You got to know how to automate the business automate the business so it's not another job. And that's, try to, that's some of the things that I try to lay out in my course because I understand that a lot of people, they just want to make the fast money. All Very they're fast. thinking about is the cash flow. That's it. They're not thinking about the management. Nope. They're not thinking about uh, mitigating the risk. Nope. They're not thinking about, you know, all these things that can go wrong. They're not thinking about bookkeeping. So I really tried to create a blueprint that covers all the bases. You know, I pulled in my guy, George, the wealthy G on Instagram because I'm new to Turo, you know, I started Turo about a month and a half ago, you know, and I've done 2K in my first couple of weeks, but this is my first car on Turo. I mainly mastered higher car. So instead of, you know, just trying to teach people what I learned over the past month, I said, I'm going to bring in an expert who has almost 10 cars on Turo and that also has the business credit background as well because he teaches a commercial auto financing masterclass, and now we've been rocking and rolling together as well. So I formed that strategic partnership 
And then I just threw that in the course as well. It's like, okay, maybe you have the capital, but not the credit. How can you find someone and form a strategic partnership who has the credit so you can run the play together? Or maybe you got the credit, but you don't have the capital, you know? So that's another thing that we teach in the course as well, man. So yeah, the rental car business is really popping. And I think my overall goal as a teacher, man, I'm really trying to step up or raise the bar. Yep. That's my overall goal. Because a lot of people out here, they're trying to compete. And at the end of the day, you know, what we're trying to do, we're trying to dominate. Because I understand that a lot of people sell the lifestyle. It's so easy to get scammed on social Big media. And I personally don't sell the lifestyle, but I just sell my results, man. And a lot of people told me, you know, my original course, it was great and everything. But I wanted to raise the bar, give 10x the value, and really, really make sure people can scale very, very quickly. Because I just don't want to... I don't feel right when people aren't seeing the results. And that's one of the reasons why we kind of raised our prices because we understood that a lot of people, they make purchases just for that dopamine hit. That's right. You make that purchase, you get that hit of dopamine, and then you open up the course and it's work. It's work, right? So if I spend $40 on something and it's a lot of work, I might not do it. Like, oh, it's just $40. But, you know, you spend three, four hundred dollars on it and even more, you're like, okay, I'm going to be more inclined to actually take this action because now I spilled, you know, a decent amount of capital on it. So that's kind of where we've been coming from and we've been seeing some successes and our students have, too. So I'm super excited to see where we can take it. And it's I love the fact that you wanted to raise the bar and it's so interesting, like. All the, the coaches and entrepreneurs and, you know, people that I work with and I'm helping them, you know, do Facebook ads to their course and YouTube ads and everything. And that it's always the ones that are trying to go the extra mile and trying to, I call it, you want to saram wrap your, your, your community. You want to put them in this bubble of support because people can people see that when there's a community involved with a course creator, they're 10 times likely to spend their money on you. And one thing I've seen time and time and time again is that, look, material gets outdated. The worst thing somebody can do is go Mm -hmm. ahead, drop a little bag or however much on your course and the information is outdated. In fact, the information is so outdated that now they're in a little problem because they try mm-hmm. to apply something from the course and now they jammed up. But they that's a lot of negative energy towards the course creator because the course creator got the money. So, yeah. you know, and what we're starting to see now, you know, you're, you're seeing the, the CEO Maddie J's, you know, you're seeing the, the Pushman Mitch, you know, doing backflips and Rolls Royces and all, all kinds of crazy stuff happening. And the, the community is watching, you know, people are watching. And uh, the ones that are always going above and beyond and, you know, adding a little bit more and let me just touch these points and let me just make sure I'm doing this right. They always draw more and more people to them. It's interesting because I I feel like you're right. People just want it right now. They want to get the bag like three years ago. When they when they purchase that information, they like, yo, this is it. This this is what's gonna get me to the top of the empire. 
And it's like, okay, okay, okay. You you gonna you gonna get there. Let's structure this yeah. correctly. Let's make sure mm -hmm. that you uh got all the T's crossed, all the I's dotted, so that when you got some momentum behind you, you don't crash and burn because the foundation wasn't set correctly. Exactly. When when it comes to the, the two roll and the higher car, one thing that you said that really stuck out to me is that you collaborated with somebody else to help bring the aspect of, hey, credit financing and some of the other areas that you were not as strong on. And to me, I'm like, that's that's genius because when you look at the community, a lot of people don't have the best finances. They don't have the best credit. And they're like, oh man, they can come to the landing page and be like, and I bet you probably get DMs like this, like, yo, what if your credit's bad? Or what if your mm -hmm. finances isn't, isn't straight? So when they come to the landing page, that's that's what that's what we call an objection. Oh, I would have purchased mm -hmm. it, but this objection in my mind is saying that because of that, I can't go through with it. So I got to pass on the opportunity. Thanks. Yeah. So you have addressed that, and you collaborated with somebody that can bring something of importance to the table. When you were thinking about like that collaboration, what were, what were some of the like thoughts you were having about the community and kind of like how you wanted to proceed forward? Yeah, man. So the main thing I saw, um, <clears throat> which made me kind of want to revamp my course, is that honestly I saw a lot of people who took my original course. You know, maybe they was in the business six months, maybe in the business a year, and they started putting out courses, mm. and I'm like. I saw it kind of as a money grab because in my mind, you know, doing something for six months, doing something for a year, you can't really, you don't really get the full experience. So you're not able to add the most value that you can add. Right. So I'm like, okay, I see was I see where this is going. Let me revamp it and let me go way above and beyond. Right. Cause now if people are going to do this, I want to make sure like, I'm, not, I'm okay. Go get the bag because we have, you know, different communities. There's so many people in the world. I don't really care. But if you're going to take my course and you're going to go try to, you know, create your own, I want you to have all the info. Hey. <laughs> because now I know that, one, I'm just going to be impacting way more people. It's just going to be through you. And two, I know that the offsprings from your course, they're going to be adequately prepared to deal with, you know, all the risk and all the issues that can come about in this business without failing. So that was really my main motivation for revamping it. But when it came to the actual partnership component, um, I always, first and foremost, I'm looking at the individual. I'm looking at your core values. I'm looking at how you talk to people. I'm looking at how, you know, you treat your family. I'm looking at, you know, are you a family man? If it's a, you know, a man that I'm partnering with, I'm looking at, you know, all these different things because I understand that pretty much how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you're not working out, if you're failing in your personal life, you know, if you're doing all these negative things, but you're shining in business at some point, those 10 negative things, they just going to impact your business, right? That's right. And if we're in a partnership together, that's going to impact me. So that's something that we talk about as well, because a lot of people, they, they, got, they really just have shiny object syndrome. They see someone doing well. They see someone putting out this image that, you know, they're on top of everything and things of that nature. And then now they just try to form that partnership. 
and then it fails because once you get in it, once you sign that paperwork, once your business bank account is set up, now you're starting to see their true work ethic and their true colors and it doesn't work out. Um, and I had that happen to me a lot of times, you know, I had partnerships with individuals uh, where we partnered and bought a vehicle and we had to, we had to um, get rid of the partnership because it just work, wasn't working out. And I just didn't want people to kind of repeat a lot of those mistakes that I learned over the past three years. So, yeah, those are really my main motivations. And really, that's how I form those strategic partnerships now. So I'm really like, uh, I think people call it dating your partnership or dating your partner. You really got to take that approach to it because there's so many different factors that can influence someone personally that is going to impact your business, too. So you really, really, really got to be cautious and you really, really, really got to do your due diligence. Take time. And I think that's another area where my CPA and auditor background really, really helped. Because, um, yeah, yeah, I'm getting referrals. Like, I'm asking people who've already partnered with them, like, how are you, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I did a whole vetting process, um, whether they know it or not. So, yeah, that's, that's a lot of kind of how I kind of made those decisions, not only to revamp the course, but also to form that strategic partnership. And it's been, it's been bearing fruit so far. So I hope we can continue to really grow this thing and, you know, scale it. Yeah. I, I think, you know, we, this is America, you know, and America has a, it's a capitalistic society. So there's always that, that spirit of like striving to raise the bar and, you know, we're all kind of in the, the chasm of this energy, of this capitalistic society that we live in. And I think there's people that realize how to ride it and build something out of it. And then there's a lot of people that are crushed by it and taken advantage of. And you're right, because it's so... And I think as if you have any kind of entrepreneurial DNA, it's hard to resist the shiny object syndrome. And another thing, too, as well, is that the marketing, man, nowadays, you know, people are backflipping out of buildings and, you know, all kinds of like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, like it, it's like a movie. You, you go on somebody's page and you in a movie with some popcorn and, you know, like and I think. And I, I always try to be careful, too, you know, when I'm working with like different coaches or entrepreneurs is like. Are you really legit? You know, like what kind yeah. of energy are you putting into people? And there's certain nuances and intricacies I can see from doing this for a couple of years that I'm like, okay, all right, this is not going to work out too well. Or, you know, but the most, the community, like what, like, and you said a word that was so important, the fruits, because the seeds that you planted, you know, and seeing the fruit, I think something that's so huge that people don't understand is the power of the community. The com That's real people. And real people do real things. They're going to talk to their friends. They're going to post a video. They're going to tag you. They, you know, and before you know, you have a hard drive of individuals that you can do a pop-up. You can do a panel. You can do a master class. You, you, you can do so many things, but because you really help change their lives, you know, they're always going to remember you in some way, shape or form down the line. And you may be doing other projects or other things. And guess what? Somebody that bought from you before, they're more likely to, to pour into you again because of what you did. When, when you, you know, and when I think of the community, 
they're so easily taken advantage of. You know, a lot of people yeah. get courses and they get burnt. Um, what are some of the things that you do to make sure, like, members or people, purchasers, you know, have valuable information that can help them in the long term? Yeah, I think the first thing that we always do, like, starting the course, one thing we go over, like, what's your why? Because, man, so many people, they get into these different streams. They get in these different ideas and concepts, and they they don't even know really, like, what's the actual source of why you want to do this particular stream. So that's one thing we always focus on, you know, analyzing your why, making people write it down, making people, you know, proclaim that because it's it's going to be challenges with everything you know every income stream has its challenges and if you don't really know your why you could just quit at the first challenge so that's first and foremost you know what we do um to make sure that people are really really going to go forward and move through it um another thing we really look at what questions we had while we was going through it to make sure we just add in the most value like what questions we had what are the frequently questions that we get and what are the main things that people just generally struggle with and those things we just be super super detailed um and the thing i like most about this new course and we have a ton of templates so now you don't gotta think about it you copy and paste in a lot of these templates for example, like automation, right? Mm -hmm. We have this automation template where you are essentially automatically communicating um, and communicating, automating the pickup drop-off process for your vehicles where you're not even talking to the renter. They think they're talking to an actual person, but actually you just have these automated messages set up. So now in the course, we're going to tell you exactly how we do it. We're going to show you the actual platform that we use. And then we're going to give you a resource where you're just copying and pasting it, throwing it into the system. And then now you have all that set up. So we're just trying to make it as easy as possible and kind of take that Amazon approach to mm -hmm. it. Where, you know, you go on Amazon, you see something like <laughs> you got the two click. Yeah. You got the two click. You purchased it, you're done. So we're trying to take that approach with education to make it as easy as possible. Because our courses are so detailed that you can get information overload. Mm. So on the back end, we make it as easy as possible. And then we make you take a quiz on you know, the major sections because we want to make sure that you're actually getting this information. And if you don't pass that quiz, you know, with 75%, you got to retake it before you can move on to the next section. So those are some of the ways that we use to make sure people are actually grasping this knowledge, but also that they're knowing the purpose on why they're doing this. Um, so they actually can move forward and be successful. And I'm about to add, we about to continually add, you know, more and more. Because one thing I want to add on there is um, motivational things. Wow. So, you know, maybe after a long session, I want to add a video. Maybe it's an Eric Thomas video or something like that where people can get some motivation to move on to the next thing. Because I think so many people, they just aren't disciplined. And yep. everybody has these short attention spans nowadays where you can be locked in for four hours. Then you pick up your phone, you get on social media, it's over it's with. It's over. Like now you stuck on TikTok, you stuck on, you know, Instagram, you stuck on Twitter for the next two, three hours. And then you look up like, where has the time gone? So putting in that motivation, 
um, so just to help people out that aren't as disciplined and who have those short attention spans like myself, I think that's going to help out too. But I think really it's just thinking about it. It's not just think. It's like a lot of people they just they just want to they just want to make the PowerPoint. They just want to record the content, but they're not thinking about how people are actually going to react, and they're not thinking about human nature in terms of how people are thinking about the product what distractions they're going to have going on, uh, what pain points in their life they can distract them, the emotional component of, around these certain things. We're trying to think about all that because, man, this world, there's just so many things that can that can slow you down. Oof. So we can find a way to keep the focus on the growth and what they're trying to aspire to. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to bear a lot of fruit for them. And it's just going to make our impact and our results that more successful. Yeah, it's it's the the short attention span. You said it is it, so true. Um, for for one <laughs> for one of my business partners that uh, uses Kajabi, uh, with every module, there's something called uh, product progress. So you can actually see the retention rate of how much people paid attention to and like what was the drop off rate. And there's even other stuff you can do such as like automation so that as soon as a module or video is completed, there's a tag that's associated with the person to let you know like how in depth they are into it. And the reason why is because you're you're right. Somebody can, oh man, da da da, I got the money. I'm in there. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And they get in and then all of a sudden they get halfway or 25% off and then they drop out and they, they lost focus. And I think they were like on, on average, only 7% of a course is completed by users and then users kind of, and I, I can understand why, because you're right. When you purchase, there's like this dopamine explosion in your brain and all throughout your body. So you feel good about the fact that you made a decision to secure a better future. But the real work is going through module A through Z and putting in the work, getting detailed, getting disciplined and saying, you know, I'm going to strategically apply this. And um, one of, well, it's, it's crazy because... One of the things I even suggest, one of my business partners that's extremely successful, what what I did with him is that with his course, there's a, as a month, is a weekly component to it, whereby everybody that comes in, we, we get their uh, phone number through Zapier and we automate that into a phone CRM. But then the members get like a text message with a Zoom link, like, hey, yo, it's time to hop in. We're, we're going to have a little session real quick. And from there, people come in and even the ones that were slackers or, you know, the ones and people have questions. So with that, I was able to help him transform that into a monthly membership, whereby as time goes on, people always have questions. But the thing I wanted to ask you is that when you think of like the support, because I feel like with these different things and with courses, people watch it, they get all the information and then they have 25, they got 30 questions. Is there like a private Facebook group or is there like an email people can reach out to? Like, how, how do you help like those is like, man, you know, I just got a couple more questions, bro. Yeah, we got a private Facebook group and that's what we're trying to automate now because I had, I brought it over from, you know, my old course and we're trying to figure out how to, 
integrated and automated with Kajabi to where we can bring that product over to Kajabi, the membership, uh, the monthly membership, and then have a, you know, maybe a Zapier zap to where, you know, once somebody purchases, they get a free trial of the Facebook group and they automatically get added. We didn't figure it out yet, but that's something oh, that man. we're working I, I, I'll talk to you afterwards, man. I'll, I'll talk yeah, to you afterwards. <laughs> we definitely got to because, yeah. I was trying to figure it out on my own. I'm like, I'm just find somebody on Kajabi. Just find somebody <laughs> to just do it. But, but yeah, we have the Facebook group for support. And, yeah, I think that's huge as well because, like, um, they get all the best content in terms of, like, let's say we do an Instagram live. Like, we're about to go live in about um, an hour and a half. So we're going live, and then that live is up for 24 hours on Instagram, and then it gets thrown in the private Facebook mm. So they get all those gems, those free gems that we're going to drop. Um, they get all of those. Then any questions that they have, you know, right now, I don't really check my DMs. My VA does. So while she's answering all the questions that she can, she doesn't know all the answers to all yep. those questions, right? But if you're in that private Facebook, Facebook group, that's something that we're going to be checking daily, that we're going to be checking you know, a couple times a day. So that's where our attention is really going to focus on in terms of helping those individuals that need that added support. Um, so yeah, right now that's kind of where you get the added support. But in the future, what we're working on right now is we're going to have a car rental accelerator program where you're going to get one-on-one -on -one support mm -hmm. group coaching to where we're going to basically hold your hand through scaling your business to six figures. Uh, so that's, that's going to be our next high ticket offer. Um, so yeah, that's coming to some of the things that we've been working on because while, you know, you can put out a course and like you mentioned, 7% of people going to get through it. And maybe of that 7%, I don't know, 2% is going to take action. But if you have that one-on-one, -on -one, they're paying the high ticket for it. They getting their hand held. Like you're going to see way more. more yeah. Results. I, see people. What, that's one thing. Like, I feel like in our community, people don't know the power of like accelerators. I actually, what, what, and it's kind of interesting. I maybe like very few do. And one of the reasons why I started this podcast is because, you know, when I do work with people, I usually, I'm working with these companies. I'm working with, you know, like the, the counterparts and different ethnicities. But when it, when it came to us, I'm like, man, like everything is so rudimentary. It's so like at a very basic level. You're supposed to have a high ticket program because yeah. well, it's like even Kajabi, Kajabi has an upsell built into it. It's like, hey, do you want to add your upsell mm -hmm. component? So you're supposed to have your 5000 your $10,000 ticket. But of course, you want to make sure it's solid. It delivers massive value to the individual. And the reason why is because the, up, the, the high ticket coaching program it gives you that ability to really hammer it home with somebody that becomes content to then share with other people to say, Hey, look at this person that we handheld out of the way. And then look at what he was able to achieve. We want to open this up. It's limited time only. We're only having four slots, you know, so you can create like sense of urgency for uh, one of my business partners. One thing he did, I was like, Hey, look, yeah, full, you know, done for you is 2000 3000 4000 5000 plus. Start with, let people get a taste of what you do. And then what ended up happening was that people would come in, purchase, see what's going on and be like, okay, no, no, 
hey, I, I want I want to get into your high ticket program. I, I love all of this, but because nowadays people are moving so fast, people they're like, ah, just do it for me. I, I pay, you know, like they just it's like. You see the information, but you want the information to be manifested as soon as possible. When, when it comes to, you know, two row and when it comes to like higher car, one of the things is mitigation, you know, and how do you, how do you deal with the strategies such as car tracking, kill switch, and especially accidents, because I think that's another reason, you know, why people act a certain way. Like, bro, I would do that, but maybe I go one on one. Like, who's gonna help me if I get into an accident? So yeah. that's so key. Because I'm not even gonna lie, I put my car is out on tour right now. It's out because mm -hmm. all I do is work at home with the digital marketing agency. So I'm like, I ain't doing nothing. I ain't really. I'm just working mm -hmm. on clients' accounts all days. But a part of me is like, bro, what if they crash my? I'm like, man, I'm like. <laughs> Oh Lord, I give you mercy, God. God, please don't make this. You know, because I, I, I legitimately feel that. But I'm just like, all right, if something happens, I'm gonna just have to consult people. I, like to be honest, I like to have to call insurance or da, 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 But how do you, how do you help? Because I feel like that's a major objection with people. They're like, bro, like these cats mm -hmm. out here crazy driving all kinds of, skr, skr, you know, Corvette, Corvette. You ain't going Corvette, Corvette, my car. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing with that is man i like to show people like case in point today um i put up a reel was that yes yesterday i put up a reel showing like a driver or a renter they brought my car back with this scratch on mm. you know of course they denied it you know but of course that's when we do our upfront work you know we show people exactly what hot spots to take pictures of when they're you know creating those pre-trip photos on Turo. That's huge because now when someone damages your car, every inch of the car is covered with a detailed photo. So wherever that damage is, you're going to be able to see it. You're going to be able to compare the preacher photo to the poster photo and see that that damage was there. Mm. And with Turo, man, their claims process is so thorough. It's so fast. Like I just put out a claim, you know, on the 12th of July um, or the driver bought the vehicle back on the 12th of July. I saw the scratch. You know, I always wait until I get that five-star review, and then I'm <laughs> going to put that claim out, That's right? Smart. I, got, I need to make sure I get my all-star. Host. I got to keep my all-star, get get to my all-star host status. So from there, you know, I put in the claim. The pre-trip photo is going to show that the damage wasn't there. The post-trip photo is going to show that damage, right? And, you know, three days later, I have the funds in my bank account mm. because Turo is just so dope. They have this feature um where they just send it very very quickly you know the first time it may take one or two business days but after that when your bank account is linked as soon as they as soon as you get that email that the money was sent with after snapsheet sends it the bread just shows up in your bank account so you're covered and um that's the reason we always recommend the 60 plan with zero because you can be cheap and say oh i want more of my income but now you don't get those benefits right because the 60 plan with Turo, not only do you have uh, coverage for those small dings and dents and scratches that's considered normal wear and tear, you also get loss of income. Mm. So somebody crashed my car and it's to the point where it's not drivable or it's to the point where I have to take days off from renting it out to actually get it fixed. 
Toro is going to pay me the average of my last 30 days, uh, you know, income daily. Wow. So now I'm still getting income because that was the huge issue with Hire Car. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm putting a lot of cars on Toro versus Hire Car now is because they pay that loss of income. Mm. They have a better claims process. So I'm getting that money back way, way quicker. Um, and it's just a smoother smoother platform but it's the flip side to that as well because it's a little more active but in terms of really really handling car accidents we try to make it as easy as possible for people man like we literally have a document for one for hire car one for Turo where we tell you step by step on what to do so now you got an accident okay now you got this cheat sheet when you pull it up, you know exactly what to do. You know the renter should have called the police and got the police report. You know you should interview the renter to know exactly what happened, what questions to ask them, what information you will need to gather for the insurance company. You know all of that. If the car is not drivable, you know exactly what number you need to call for the tow. Mm. Like, we line it up super, super easy, and that's kind of where the name The Blueprint came from because we like – it's. It's a blueprint. We're going to tell you exactly. everything because you want to make sure that we mitigate your risk as much as possible because that's a real concern. That's a real concern. You know, when I started out in the business, I didn't have a stomach for it. Like when cars got stolen, when cars got into accidents, I'm panicking. Yeah. You know, over time you build up that muscle, but um, I want people to have that muscle from the jump. Mm. You know, it's not going to be perfect. They're not going to be 100% comfortable, but they'll know on the back end that they have these resources to help them through any type of issue that they have. So, yeah, that's a, that's really how we handle those car accidents. And more times than not, we usually profit from them. Like, you know, that scratch the other day that I got on my Corolla, they paid me all, they paid me out $860. I'm about to go to my men's and I'm about to get that fixed for 300 There you, you know? go. So now... That's just bringing more income, man. And just in this month alone, I've gotten 1300 in reimbursements for little scratches um, that I get fixed for way less. So, yeah, that's just adding to my bottom line, which is dope. And we teach people how to do that as well. And people need that, man. The element of... Because you're dealing with a car, man. Like, I've heard stories where somebody died, somebody got shot in a car, somebody's car got totaled. I've seen ones where, you know, somebody took the car and they gone. You ain't seen that yeah. car no more. And I've seen one where somebody came back and, like, the parts were, like, pulled out of the car or something crazy like that. Because, you know, you're dealing with third parties. You're dealing with human beings mm -hmm. that you're not living with them day to day to gauge their character. And even though, you know, they can have a couple of reviews, you never know their boyfriend crazy or the girlfriend crazy or baby mama come through, like, bust up the, the everything. Um, you know, one of the yeah. things that kind of, I think, is fascinating about the the entire Turo platform is the fact that you do have those options. Like, my option is set at 70. But, you know, I, I didn't know... Oh, you want to do it at sixty just in case? I was like, like man, I want more of the bag. Like, yeah, feel it, but yeah. And I, I remember I was looking at I don't know, it was a Pushman Mitch or something. I, somebody, you know, like I feel like the 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 mastery, you know, like you just hear you hear little pieces of information here and then, you, you know, you try to. Mm -hmm. But I think the reason why course creators 
are so successful now is because people just want one spot. I don't I don't want to worry about 50 different go to Google and type upside down and click the link right there to enter the portal. Mm -mm. I want to I want to go to one place and know that I'm taken care of and know that everything is here and I'm good to go moving forward. I I figure it out from there but just put it in one place. Uh yeah. That's a fact. You know, another thing is the insurance. People are like, okay, do I get commercial insurance? Do I, how do I get the low? Like, you know, how do you get the, okay, you got a car. Do you not get insurance on it? Do you go to a special rental car insurance place to get that? What happened? Are you supposed to classify it a certain way because you are putting it on Turo, which is a right, you know, so it's like, when when you looked at that, like, for example, where would people go to go get insurance for the cars? Yeah, so the insurance carrier that we recommend is called American Business Insurance, right? Um, it is commercial insurance, and the product that they have is called Period X. And Period X is basically saying, okay, you have this vehicle, right? Once you hand it off to a renter, that insurance is not active anymore because now the insurance falls on, you know, hire car Turo. But now, let's say they're renting it out for Uber and Lyft. Um, they're doing Uber and Lyft. Now, once they're doing Uber and Lyft, that app is on. Now, the hire car to Turo insurance, uh, or the hire car insurance in this case, now that insurance turns off, and now Uber and Lyft, their insurance is on. Now, when they drop the vehicle back off to you, that's where that period X insurance kind of comes into play. Mm. So the reason why we recommend that product is because it's so ch it's cheap and you can put it in your business name because it's a commercial insurance um, versus going to, you know, an Allstate, going to any type of other insurance brokerage and just trying to put it in your personal name and then telling them it's for ride share purposes. And now you got this high ass rate. Now you're not cash flowing. Are uh, you paying all your money on the car note and insurance? And maybe making one, two, three hundred dollars a month. It's like it's not worth it's it. It's not worth it. So we tell people go to go to ABI, go to go get that period X insurance. They actually have a partnership with Hire Car. And that was the it was a no brainer for me because now I know that they understand the industry. Mm. They understand the risks and they design the product specifically for it. Whereas these other insurance companies they don't have a specific product for it. They'll just tell you, they'll just ask you a question during your onboarding if you're doing Uber and Lyft visit, if you're doing car sharing it on it. And if you are, they're like, okay, I'm about to hit you over the head yep. because I know something's going to happen to that vehicle, right? When in reality, you're covered by so many different errors. You're covered by higher car insurance. You're covered by Turo insurance. So nine times out of 10, you won't even be using that period X insurance. So you shouldn't be paying the arm and the leg for whatever, you know, personal insurance you have on a vehicle because nine times out of 10, it won't be used. So that's why we, we typically recommend that period X insurance. And just jumping back to the previous question you asked, I forgot to add this in terms of mitigating risk again. Um, we do add those GPS trackers and those shuttles devices. You know, a company that I've been using for a while is called Pastime GPS. Mm. What's so dope about them is not only will you can not only do you have an app where you can see where the car is at at all times, if you're doing a hire car and somebody late, they don't pay. Oh, we shutting the car off. Oh, wow. As soon as, as, soon as you, <laughs> if they're driving, as soon as they put that car in park and turn it off, it's not coming back on. Ooh. So we can disable the vehicle as well. 
to make sure that we get our vehicles back and then we'll just call the tow if they're just not trying to pay or whatever we'll just call the tow and we'll get the vehicle back man so that's huge that's huge and that really helps people sleep at night because at the end of the day the main concerns people have is what if my car gets an accident and then what if somebody steals my car or what if they don't pay on time whatever so have you so that's you know those are, that's another way we mitigate that risk yeah, nah, th- this is beautiful. And I love the fact that you mentioned specifics. You're like ABI, American Business, Peer X, because that goes to show a level of mastery that you have. You're not saying, um, I'm going to, I'm going to choose one, you know, um, and then you're talking about like the, the, the kill switch, because let's be real, man. Like you put yourself through the hoops to learn the business or to at least start learning the business. And then you you finance or you're doing something and then your car gets stolen. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. You you gonna you gonna <laughs> that that gonna take that gonna <laughs> You gonna end up like scar, man. You you gonna that's scarring. So I, I think you're right. It helps people and those that's an objection that people are gonna be like, man, like nah, what if because you know, you do have your negative Nancy's and you do have people that naturally tend to be more, oh, what about this happened? And I would do it, but, you know, I seen somebody else, Tyrone, the, the Deontay, he tried, you know, and they just, they can fire off reasons why it, it's not a good idea. And then you have the guys that you can have like one module in your course, they're going to buy it and jump into it just because, you know, they, they, a lot of t- testosterone, high risk. Um now, when it comes, I think another key that's so important is acquiring vehicles. You know, a lot yeah. of people in our community, they, they're seeing the two-row, they're seeing... One, one thing I'm starting to notice is that um, a lot of the entrepreneurs, they're just adding on two-rows a component as a passive income stream. So they already they already specializing in something. It could be anybody from the hatrimonies to the student loan doctor to... Whoever, whoever, you know, whoever's a, you know, influencer out here, entrepreneur, but they're like, oh, Turo, okay, you know, let me grab the ball alley hoop and, you know, I'll keep it, I'll run that play too as well. Uh, how do you, like, I think, you know, the people that are like, man, my, my, my credit is shot. I don't really got money like that, but I I, I want to be there too. I, I want to have my own Turo or my own rental, you know, business up and running. Do you have any modules or like, how would you even advise that person to be like, all right, here's the strategy. Here's the blueprint. Yeah. So here's, here's the blueprint, right? Cause I, I never had, when I was in the business, I didn't have terrible credit, but I was trying to buy real estate. Right. And you don't want to have a lot of vehicles in your personal name because your debt to income ratio is going to be way too high. You're not going to get approved. And to this day, I have one vehicle in my name, even though, you know, I scaled my business to like 18 cars. So here's what you do, right? The first thing you do, you get the knowledge because you need to find, you need to form that strategic partnership. So you get the knowledge. So now you have the know-how. You may not have the credit. Um, Let's say you have the know-how and you have the capital. You find someone with the credit. Cool. Now you have... You form the business partnership, you know, you get your operating agreement, you get your LLC, you get your business bank account. Now it's time to acquire a vehicle. So you're going to do the commercial auto financing play. 
So what you're going to do is you're going to apply for a vehicle in your business name. Um, let's say you go Bank of America. A lot of people don't know what BOA. You actually can do like three or four applications in the same sitting or the same day because your information is stored with them and you'll only get one entry. So uh, you can get four cars in one, one day or get approved to get four cars in one day just off, you know, that one inquiry. So now you get approved for four businesses or four vehicles in your business name. Cool. Now you make sure that whatever vehicle that you're getting, you get the out, the out of the door price. So this including, you know, the sales tax. This is including your title, your documentation, documentation fees, all fees associated with that vehicle. So now let's say, you know, all out the door is 21 bands. You need to make sure whatever loan you had covers that completely. So now, even if you only had the know-how, no credit, no capital, now you have to partner with the credit. He put his name on the application if they needed a personal guarantor. And then now you were able to acquire, you know, multiple vehicles without putting any money down. So now you bring in the knowledge to the table. That's your 50%. They're bringing the credit to the table. That's their 50%. Neither of you had to bring, you know, capital. So that's how I would do it. If I had terrible credit, I'm forming that strategic partnership. And then, you know, maybe if I have a chip on my shoulder, I'm going to take over the operations of the business too, because I got the know-how. And since I know how to automate it and make it passive, it's not another job for me because the pickup drop-off is automated. You know, maybe I'm hiring a car runner, what we call it, to clean out the cars, go get it ready for car wash. They're putting the lockbox back on the car and they're getting it ready for the rental, right? Now I got my automation messages. They're, they're sending out the welcome message right after someone books. They're checking in at the halfway point of the rental to make sure that, you know, all is going well. Um, they're doing the follow-ups after the rental was over to make sure you get that five-star review. Um, so now from A to Z, everything is automated, right? And then you get on the car sharing management platform. Um, and, you know, if they're getting tolls, they're getting tickets, things of that nature. Now I will even hire a VA. To, to manage that process because it's very, very easy, especially since you have the templates. Someone gets a speeding ticket. Now I'm just going to send my VA the template. I'm going to send them, you know, the rental contract. I'm going to send them an ID of that individual. And now they're just going to submit the transfer of liability email to whatever city I'm in. And now I don't have to worry about that as well. So now I just brought to the table just the knowledge and the work ethic. Got a partner who had the credit. And then we just ran the play and now we're able to scale our business and make it completely passive. And it's just a win-win situation. So that's how I would kind of play it. Um, and yeah, that's really the blueprint to getting it done without really having that credit. But I will say at the end of the day, while you can be savvy and you can make that play work, get your damn credit up, man. Get your credit like, up. <laughs> get your credit up. Get your credit up. Like you don't got to wait to do the play to do it, but at the end of the day, you still want to have that good credit just for you, not for the business, which it's beneficial, but for you, get your credit up. Get your credit up. Y'all heard it from straight from the man himself. So, you know, <laughs> and, and another, another point 
that you, you said is the, the drop off, the pickup, the car runner. One thing about Turo that I'll do is like, especially if the, I mean, I hate giving a car dirty to somebody, man. I just hate it. Mm -hmm. I feel like it, it's a reflection of who I am. And I, I just, I, I don't want that car to be dirty because I'm like, if that was me and somebody gave me a dirty car to use, yeah, I might because I'm busy. I, I'll just hop in and, but I'm going to be thinking a certain way about that person in their business and I'm probably not going to come back and I'm probably going to be like, that's the, that's who they are. So how do you, because I'm not going to lie, I'll be in the car, I, I'm taking out the carpets, I'm vacuuming, I'm, you know, I'm getting all the gunk out. I'm like, all right. I want to impress this person when they come, you know, the car is looking good, is looking clean. And that might take me like an hour, 30 minutes. But how do you automate that whereby you're having, like you said, a car runner or something like somebody come through? Because people drop off cars at various times. You just like drop it off 10 p.m., 3 p.m., it's all kinds of stuff going on. So how do you automate it whereby like you're busy, you're doing other things, but when the car is dropped off, somebody can come run through it and, and clean it and get it ready. Yeah, so it's a lot of ways to do it, but I think the best way to do it is just paying the premium and hiring somebody who, who just does it. And what I mean by that, they have an actual business where they detail cars, but you don't need, you know, every vehicle, they don't need to be detailed. They just need to be vacuumed out, uh, maybe a little washed down, nothing crazy not like super detailed unless somebody brings the car and it's just fucked up right yeah so that's the best way to me to do it hire somebody who details cars particularly a mobile car detailer because that means they're already their business model is already saying that they come to you that's right so now they have the vacuum that's going to get all that stuff up very quickly they have all of the products that's going to make sure that they're going to be able to uh, get the car clean relatively quickly. And then all they need at that point, they just need a hose. They just need to be able to uh, hook up to a spigot. And then, you know, they have the hose. They're good to go. So that's the easiest way to do it. But if you cheat, you can just hire, you know, a high school student. You can, you know, put out an ad on Craigslist or something along the lines of that. And you can just hire somebody to do it. Um, to take it to the car wash and things of that nature and just pay them. But I think the easiest way is just to hire a mobile detailer. That that, that makes sense. Just take care of it. That, that makes sense. And I, I like the fact that you said uh, mobile detailing because that's what they're doing 24-7. So yep. it's exactly. not going to be something new. They're not going to scratch nothing. They're not going to damage nothing. You know, like with somebody mm -hmm. else that can be inexperienced and be like, oh, I mistakenly poured this chemical on somewhere that you're not supposed to pour it on. Um, I think another thing people are thinking about is, you know, as we begin to wrap up people, you know, like a fleet, like, let's say you have four, five, six, you, you start accumulating vehicles. Yeah. I can't keep it out in my property. It's, I can't handle all this. People are already starting to side on, Hey, you know, I see you have a couple cars here, people going in and out. Is everything okay? But you know, you know how people are like a little curious and <laughs> I have to call HOA, you know. So once you start accumulating and stuff like that, what what do you suggest to people? Like, how do you then handle that? Yeah. So it's it's going to depend. First off, it's going to depend on your market. It's going to depend on how frequently your cars are being rented out. Because in my market in Chicago, our cars aren't sitting. Mm. Like we had so many cars, and we've just been able to utilize free parking somewhere near the pickup drop off place that. 
We haven't actually had to get a lot or we haven't had to pay for, you know, monthly parking or anything like that. But if you don't have that around you, that's when you got to start really being strategic. So one thing that we talk about in the course is forming a strategic partnership with small business owners, because you can have, you know, a mom and pop shop that has a um, that has a parking lot. That parking lot, come on, that parking lot yeah, is yeah, not being filled up a hundred percent every single day. You're right. So if you go talk to them, you can get a better rate for parking your cars there versus going to an actual parking lot and paying a monthly rate. So that's one of the ways we talk about, you know, if you get a huge fleet and you need somewhere to park those vehicles, first and foremost, start forming those partnerships with, you know, those mom and pop locations. But then if you can't do that, you kind of got to bite the bullet and maybe you find a lot or maybe you just get a, um, a parking membership, pay that monthly fee and you can come in and out as you please. Like those are some of the ways that we've been able to not worry about parking as much. But at the end of the day, you don't really want to deal with that anyway. So you just want to make it to where you can just um, you can just make sure that your cars are being rented out as frequently as possible. Wow. Now, nah, this this is super dope, man. And, you know, one th one thing I love is that th these questions you, you're responding calm, like you, you got the information like locked and loaded. And that's what people need nowadays, because, look, between me and you. On average per day, how many thousands of people are paying for something and trying to get into the two row game? And man, it's it's, it's only probably going to continue. Definitely a lot. Yeah. yeah, and I think I saw somewhere where I don't know who it was. There was some kind of article or something that said like the car rental business or something is in need of like more vehicles or it it, it, was, it was something whereby they were like basically like, hey, look. It's 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 finna pick up. It's finna get hectic. It's finna get uh, crazy with the traffic. Um, you know, to the people that you know, as we as we wrap up, the people that are on the fence, that kind of like, you know what? I, I, I do, I, I do, but you know, uh, this, that, and the third. What would you say to them? Man, I would say a lot of times. That uncertainty comes from you don't really believe in yourself, man. Mm. So I say first work on yourself. Like like I mentioned, man, I'm not the type of person this ain't a money grab for me, so I want the best for you. So I know you can't adequately make sound decisions until you fully believe in who you are and what you can do. So if you don't got that wrapped up, I feel like you shouldn't do nothing. You should focus hundred percent on you, get that buttoned up and then revisit some of the things that you want That's to do. Right. So, but if it's an objection in terms of the actual business, I would say, let's chat, man. Let's chat, hit me in the DM, and I can answer any questions you got. Um, if they're just general questions, or you can book and consult. But at the end of the day, that fear is never going to go away. The only way you become a little bit more fearless is by taking action. There you like go. The action comes or the, the fearlessness comes with experience because now you might bump your head a couple of times and basically now when you bump your head again, it hurts less. There you go. That's all it is. You know, you're just building up that muscle <laughs> of fearlessness. So you just got to take that action. But if you just going to let that fear overcome you, maybe you're just not built for this. So you got to ask yourself and really do a deep inventory of who you are and what you can do and what you believe you can do. And if, you know, the verdict says... 
you good, let's go ahead and move forward with it. But if it doesn't, then you may have a little bit more back-end work that you need to do personally before you kind of take that leap to jumping in the material business or any other venture that you want to do. But at the end of the day, you got to know yourself and you got to know that if you don't believe in yourself, you don't have that confidence, whatever you're going to do, that's going to show. Mm. It's going to show in the way you promote your business. It's going to show in the way you execute. It's going to show in every facet of your business, every facet of your life, man. So you got to take care of that foundation first and foremost. Yeah, the foundation is so key, man. You're so right. And look, I know a lot of y'all that are listening to this want to jump into passive income. I, I, look, at the end of the day, you got to get punched in the face. You, look, you, you are going to get punched in the face. So. Don't be the person to say, you know what, let me avoid all of the conflict, all of the confrontation, all of the detention, and you end up doing nothing with your life. Because mm -hmm. in reality, the best parts of life usually come from some kind of tension, some kind of conflict, some kind of confrontation. Uh, yep. I, I love what I'm hearing here. I love the fact that this is mastery, this collaboration. If people want to, you know, tap in, they want to purchase the course, they want to shoot a quick message, they, you know, they, 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 they're interested. What's the best way for people to reach out to you? What's the best way for them to go ahead and get access to the course? Yes, sir. So you can find me on Instagram at the infamous CPA. I'm on Twitter as well at the infamous CPA. Those are the two main platforms that, you know, I'm active on. Uh, if you want to tap into the course, you can just click the link in my bio on Instagram or Twitter. Um, because the the link we have right now is like long, you got a lot of stuff in it. But yeah, just click the link in my bio, Instagram, or Twitter right now. I don't know when it's going to drop. So mm -hmm. I'll just keep this code active or we can just discuss an affiliate code or you can just put it in the description. But uh, right now we got $200 off, but the price is steadily going up. Um, but I will create a special di discount for the listeners of this podcast because y'all are special. Clearly, y'all want to take action. Y'all get in the game. Y'all tapped in. So I definitely want to make sure that you get, you know, good pricing so you can get into the game. But, yeah, that's where you can find me. You can check out my personal website at theinfamouscpa.com. I do have a lot of free resources on there. You know, I have a Google Drive full of books on finance, motivational stuff, um, economics, things of that nature, real estate. I do have, you know, a free monthly budget spreadsheet if you need help. Getting your finance together if you want to be a little bit more organized. I have a network tracker in there. I think that's free as well. Where you can track your net worth because I think that's something that's important. Because a lot of people, they don't know where they stand. Mm. Um, and I had a huge revelation when I started to track my net worth. Like, damn, I should be negative? Okay, it's time to it's time to wrap things up, time right? To turn up. Um, so, yeah, check out my free resources on my website as well. But, yeah, that's kind of where you, find, where you can find me and how you can get the course. Nah, I, I super appreciate this, man. And thank you for the decisions you took to become who you are today. Because if not, this podcast would not be happening. And we wouldn't be able to uh, give these gems and you give these gems to the community. And then even tap in to learn from your business mindset and the blueprint that you put together for the car rental. Guys, look, I, I, I already know. Y'all shooting out there. Y'all, Some of y'all winging it. Some of y'all gunning it. Y'all y'all hungry. I, to, from my own of using uh, experience from using Turo, I love it. I'm not even gonna lie. The little chain, you know, the little email they send with the, you know, and mm -hmm. I see like, yo, yes, they sir. sent payments. And I'm like, all right, my little, my little Diddy Bob, real quick and get back to work. So, 
it's something whereby, and I'm seeing whereby people are opening up these fleets, the uh, Dalmore Cross, the CEO Maddie J's, the Pussman Mitch, and stuff like that. So I feel like another thing about it is that learning the business entrepreneurship game and the fact that you're putting in these analysis, you're putting in a lot more information in it so that people also understand business as well because you just yeah. don't want to get in the game and you know nothing. You don't understand, but you don't understand the in and out. You don't understand cash. And you're just going to get, you're going to get slaughtered for real. But the fact that you guys are putting this together, this, this lets me know like, yo guys, check it out. Tap into the course. Start early. Don't be that person talking about, oh, five years ago. I saw, I could have done it. I could have, would have, should have. Uh-uh. Start now so that five years into the future, you have something built for yourself. You have something going. You, you're able to expand. You're able to uh, uh, grow and build, sustain, and, and, and grow the momentum. So, man, my masterminders, you know, I, I appreciate y'all for tapping in. Much love. Again, go follow him on his Instagram. Go follow him on his Twitter. I'm going to drop all the links to it in the podcast. Go purchase the course. Look. Be a student of the game. Don't just watch the game happening to you and talking about, man, that look good. That look cool. Because a lot of times, deep down, you're saying to yourselves, I wish I could have it too. Oh, I should I should be making plays as well. All right, my masterminders. Me and Brian, we're going to chop it up for a bit. But until next time, my masterminders, much love. Thank you for listening to the Mastermind Your Life podcast with Tolu Owoyemi. We hope you enjoy. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform and follow Tolu on Instagram at T-O-L-U dot O-W-O-Y-E-M-I. Keep mastering your life and we'll see you here next time.